Well, then some people, they want to use the same cable for all their headphones. They got adapters, which that makes it even longer here. And Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got to believe that that starts to tag on the comfort side of things. At this point in time, there are a lot of Abyss headphones in the world, all over the world. Mm -hmm. And people are loving them, enjoying them, all that good stuff. We get great feedback. Um, a pretty good percentage of those people have already found the potential for improvement by upgrading their cables uh, for the headphones. And some people go to aftermarket vendors who make cables out of all different various materials, just kind of like what we do. I was surprised how you many know? companies make aftermarket cables. It's a growing them. market for headphones, big time. Yeah. So we have a lot of people in the world who, while they own our headphones, have decided to go this upgrade path with cables. And us being our parent company, the parent company, JPS Labs, we've been doing cables for 30-some years. This isn't new to us. And um, so, you know, and we refined our art over the years. We, there's an art to it, and that's all there is to it. There's an art to designing the cable. There's an art, and there's engineering involved with designing the conductor materials and the insulations and the topologies. Anyway, what we have here is we only make headphone cables, upgrade cables, for our headphones. And unlike all the other companies, the aftermarkets, right, that are selling cables for any headphones. Mm -hmm. Basically, you plug and play and try it, see if you like it, if it goes the right way. Yeah. It's an experimentation process. Do you like the feel? Do you like the weight? Does it tug on? Is it too heavy? Now, we've seen some of these aftermarket cables yeah. that are like, they're monsters. you're hanging speaker yeah. cable off the end of your... Well, then you some know? people, they want to use the same cable for all their headphones. They got adapters, which that makes it even longer here. And yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got to believe that that starts to tag on the comfort side of things. Particularly with lighter weight headphones like Diana, I've seen some heavy cables coming off of Diana. Yeah, it's a problem. Out. I've seen them on headphone stands, and the cable yanks it off. Yeah, right. Because it's like a hundred pound cable. Or the stand's not high enough, so then the, the cables hit the hit the table. Yeah, a lot of headphone stands are too short. Yeah. So now you're bashing your cables into the table, yeah. right. and over time they fatigue where they get bent. <laughs> There's but, a lot of mechanical things though about yeah. cables that mm -hmm. I think upgrade cables solve. And curiously, I see a lot of people exclusively buying upgrade cables for those reasons. Because the cable that comes with their headphone was the wrong connector or they can't get the right connector and they want it just like, you know, this right length or the comfort, the ergonomics, how it lays and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing. You know, you try to make an aftermarket, you try to make it a cable, but now you're trying to make it fit all different headphones, right. plug styles. Yeah. And, you know, you're never going to get, at that point, you're making something that's universal that's not really going to work well all the time. So we take a different approach with our stuff. We say, well, you know, JPS Labs is going to make an aftermarket cable only for Abyss headphones. We don't make it for anyone else's. That way, we can engineer the cable, the feel, the fit, the size, the everything about it to work just with that headphone. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that works. That works for everyone who's bought the aftermarket cables with our headphones. Are like this is nice. It's a nice. It's a nice feel. They're fl very flexible. You know, it's a handmade design, so we could take the time to to just make it feel right with the headphone. You know, and, and especially with Diana, like, you know, there's we should probably preface that too. The super these these cables are called Superconductor HP uh, for our headphones, 
And the Diana cable is of a different design than the 1266 cable. Because I get that question sometimes. Right. So like, can I just interchange them? It's like, well, not really, because the Diana cable is smaller. It's more lightweight. It's made for a 300-some gram headphone. You've tried both of them. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, they're quite different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they look similar, but once you, as soon as you pick them up, and they're quite noticeably different weight and flexibility and stuff. Yeah. On Diana, it's a little much to use a larger diameter cable. And I actually, somebody handed me one of their headphones, a Diana, with one of those big braided cables on it. It was a massive one. Like yeah, a right. Three-quarter inch diameter. And it was always like ripping the headphone off my head. Depending on where you were, you had to be direct vertical. And that really wasn't how Diana was designed to be used. So it's not to say it's a problem, but the ergonomics on a lot of aftermarket cables, oddly enough, can be very challenging since they're not designed for the headphone. And in my experience, it seems like a lot of people buy the cables to solve an ergonomic issue they're having or some sort of yeah, issue right. like that. Wind up creating another one. Hmm. It right. solves one problem and starts another one. Yeah, it seems like a more recent thing, but I've seen people actually using a the HP cable on other headphones, particularly like Sosfar and stuff. Yeah. So that's they said what, it sounds really they, good. They're, they're actually preferring it, yeah. Someone's making them adapters to yeah. go between the, we have a three pin connector, a mini XLR on like the 1266, and someone's making like three pin female to yeah. whatever the hell they're adapting to, three and a half millimeter. And uh, you know, that works. But uh, even that can get kind of chunky. Yeah, when you start, it's big. You know, yeah. But it depends on who made the adapter. But, but, but that see that that brings us back to why we do it specifically for ours and not other people. We don't, you know, it, it basically it allows us to to engineer the cable to fit and finish and everything to match the headphone perfectly. And um, you know, when we've I've talked to a number of people that have had the aftermarket cables on their headphones and they ultimately migrate to what we're doing. Some don't. Some like playing with lower cost headphones That's fine, cables. Yeah. They'll go through you know, six different kinds of $500 cables till they find something that f works with their gear. Yeah, it's kind of like you know? tube rolling. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got a little bit of spice this way, a little bit of highs this way, maybe the bottom end changes on it, you know, depending on, a, on, the, on the cable topology. But And that's the cool thing about it. And I think that's cool that people are making the headphones and the cables fit the system and what their tastes are. That's the way it should go. That's yep. the way you want to go with our headphones, you know, and by all means, do it. Well, you know? yeah. yeah, there's some real enthusiasts out there, though, you know, that bring different cables with them, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Depending on the situation. Yeah. And it's yeah. cool. I mean, it's cool to see that. And it's cool to see such an aftermarket and cabling grow. The only negative to that is you do get a lot, you do get a lot of cables that aren't mature in design, in terms of ergonomics, in terms of the way they, they're terminated. You mm -hmm. know, failure rates. Yeah, right. that, well, yeah, if um, they haven't been out in the field, and the field will really tell you, you know, if you have a design problem. Where they put quick. like six inches of heat shrink here at the end just to make you know, sure it doesn't pull right. out. You know, it's like, so now you got this stiff thing coming out the bottom, touching your shoulders. You know, I get that. Um, you know, but again, see, that's what comes with refinement. And, you know, when you got, when you got uh, a company that's made cables like this for a very long time, um, they tend to figure that out over time and to make it neat looking where like like on ours the, the the strain reliefs are inside all right they're short they're only long enough to do the job so the cable can drape and curve without being stiff and bashing into the table or, or grabbing your shoulder right. so all these things are refinements that we do over time it, it's it's just a matter of knowing what materials to use fit the connectors adhesives there's all there's a there's a there's an art in terminating a cable property i had a guy i just talked to a guy today on the phone and he got a um, 
he wanted to switch his Diana cable to a um, um, different connector. Like yeah, I think it was a four pin. Yeah. yeah, he had a four point four millimeter. He wanted a four pin. I'm like, well, you just get another get another Diana cable. That's the easiest way to do. It. Just order from our site. He's they're a little pricey, you know. So he decided to go to a local shop. I said, and I suggested that you can always look for the local guy. Make it to just. I told him to change the connector on your existing cable. Just yeah. cut it off. Put it. Well, he had the guy apparently for three hundred bucks or so made him a whole new cable. Mm. Well, it failed mm. in two weeks. Oh, and he's always calling. He called today and said, "Well, what should I do?" I said, "Well, first I thought he was talking about our stock cable. I'm mm. like, you know, and I found out that it was. A, he just bought this cable. And mm. bottom line is that." It's difficult, you know, and, and I mean, it's an experienced shop and they're, they're a stereo shop and they've done cables. But when you deal with these tiny connectors, like the two and a half millimeter on a Diana. Oh, yeah. It's difficult. You know, you got to have a lot of things in place to be able to assemble that connector properly, strain relief it properly. So that if you just even tug on it a little bit, it doesn't pull on the solder joint and break the wire inside. Right. You know, there's a lot of tricks involved with understanding how cables fail in the field. And uh, it takes time to learn that. Well, particularly with 1266 being a mini XLR and locking, you know, it doesn't act, it doesn't slip the cable out, won't pull out. out. Yeah, right. It's locked in. Yeah. So, yeah, that does create a problem. So yeah, it's got to be strong. Well, yeah. we people at shows, it'll stand on the cable and then stand up. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, bam, yeah. it's pulling the head one out. Like, and we Whoa. haven't had a cable fail. Yeah. No, the cables don't fail. No. Yeah, well, I know how these are made. And yeah, it's real. everything, it does, it looks big, but I mean, it is just fully packed in there. Yeah. Like, there's no space. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a time-consuming process to terminate like that. But that's what sets up the difference with a, a higher-end cable like this versus just somebody soldering some wire to a connector and throwing some heat right. shrink on it. Because, you know, it's just – it's not – you just don't know how it's going to – that's the problem is knowing how people treat this stuff out there. And, and, the mis, and it's mostly mistakes. It's not like someone's trying to abuse the cable. Right. right. It's just an ongoing mistake after mistake where ultimately at some point you break the cable. And that's fine as long as you know the guy that can fix it, <laughs> mm. you know. But that's what we avoid with this stuff because everything's thought through and, you know, everything's properly strain relief and stuff. But that you get with 10 – the bottom line is you get what you pay for. We kind of do this for a living. Mm. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. Some people don't realize that sometimes we actually do this for a living. It's oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, not the, not this YouTube thing. Yeah, no, no. This is this is a that's, side job. Yeah, right. <laughs> and a lot of side hustles. What do you call it? Yeah, side hustle. That's yeah. it. Thank you. I need that's a different right. terminology. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's what we do for we don't do this for a living. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we do this for a living. We do this for a living. Yeah. yeah. We make this stuff. Oh. Right here. Oh, really? In well, the USA. Well, it's over no there, way. actually. It's yeah. back there. Yeah, it's over yeah. there. Yeah. Well, it's in various locations. Yeah. 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 Mainly that way. Yeah. Mainly. Yeah. In fact, we built this facility to make this stuff. That's right. That's what it's made to do. The people that work here what do make they do? this stuff, too. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's what they're... That's their job. Huh. Yeah. Including what we do, too. That's mm. remarkable. All, yeah, it's amazing. We actually have people here that make. Someone mentioned that once. In fact, let's, let's go back. And when he was, uh, it was a Christmas picture that I think uh, someone took. Uh, we were having Christmas party. I think it was DMS yeah. was there at the time or something. Oh, yeah. Last and he took year. a photo of us. He said, and one guy's like, yeah. He's like, I didn't know that many people. I thought it was just the three of them. <laughs> and it's funny people think the three of us run this whole company. Uh, yeah. like, do well, you don't yeah. really see anyone, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true. People seen Keith a few times. Yeah, Keith's been on with his guitar. No, yeah. he hasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a video. Yeah, he was in a picture. No, Instagram we got, post. We got this. Ad. Yeah, Instagram. Oh, post. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. And if you look at HeadFi, the ad pops up. With he's in it. What's it called? Perfect That's feedback. True. It's yeah, a perfect yeah, yeah. feedback. It's Keith playing guitar, wired into his foot pedals, right? Through a pair, in, going into a pair of twelve. We did a short with Mike too. I don't think that's out yet, though. 
Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. We, maybe we'll get Mike in there. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, and I'm trying there. to get Brian work, working into these situations, Yeah, we too. haven't gotten paint. The Brian, Brian's our finishing expert. We haven't gotten him in there yet. Yeah. yeah. Some He's point. a little camera shy. Mm. Yeah. Is he? Uh, yeah. We'll work on but that. But sooner or later, people will see everybody who's here. Sooner yeah. or later. Yeah. But we still haven't. We can't talk Diana into coming on the camera. Mm. That's been a problem. It's just She just doesn't want to come in here, even though she... Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. We get good feedback from Diana. <laughs> she tells us what to do. Oh. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. Thumbs us up. Take care.